Over this last 4th of July weekend, Donald Trump took to Twitter and, well, he made two attacks and one outrageous policy statement. And I'm not going to go into any ordering of how dangerous or irresponsible any of these particular tweets were, but we're going to try to aggregate them and then look to experts of political science and communication and kind of assess their takes on how we as the public should respond to Donald Trump's tweets and what kind of calls to action that his actions may merit. So Donald Trump, you've probably heard, attacked MSNBC morning show host uh, Joe Scarborough and his wife, Mika. I would mispronounce and butcher her last name, so I am sorry, Mika. Essentially, he said that they came to Mar-a-Lago around Christmas time, and they asked to say, you know, can we see Trump? And Trump was like, no way. And he also pointed out that uh, Mika was crazy, low IQ, and that he refused to meet them because she had just had a, you know, a, a facelift and that there was blood everywhere. And, you know, Donald Trump's obsession with women and blood aside, this was largely seen as an attack both on free press and also an attack on women. This was very misogynistic behavior, some would point out, but that was probably not the worst thing that Trump was tweeting about this weekend. He also went back on a statement uh, essentially calling for Republicans to repeal, then later we'll figure out a replacement for Obamacare. This is, of course, in response to around you know 17 to 20 percent approval ratings for the House and Senate GOP health care Obamacare repeal and replacement plans right so they're unpopular right now Donald Trump is not happy about that but again I can't even linger on this point because there's so much more that Trump tweeted about that is potentially harmful Trump also tweeted about how CNN is very much fake news or now fraud news CNN hashtag uh, FFC or something like that. Uh, the point is, Trump tweeted out a GIF of himself at a WWE event uh, body slamming another wrestler, but he photoshopped CNN's logo over the person that he was body slamming. Now, individuals who dislike this tweet not only say that it is unpresidential, but also that it is encouraging violence against the press in the United States. Uh, individuals who like it, I'm not sure who they are or who would defend that, but they probably are just saying that Trump has taken so much brutality from the media and especially CNN that this is simply his way of fighting back against unjust attacks on his person, character, and administration. So given these recent uh, egregious tweets. What is the state of Trump's tweeting? Do people like it? Do people hate it? What are scholars and experts saying about Trump and his tweeting habits? We'll have all of that right after this. Donald Trump likes to call CNN and a lot of other news reporting outlets that he dislikes fake news. So I want to know if you, people like you and I can actually settle what is fake news and what is legitimate journalism. Well, check out the website Factitious. That's right, Factitious. F-A-C-T-I-T-I-O-U-S. So what this website does is it actually is a game and it challenges you to use headlines, content, uh, you know, uh, I would say photographs, and then also, if you need a little hint, it gives you the source of an article to discover whether or not the article is in fact fake news or the truth. 
I'm currently on about my eighth article, and I'm proud to say I've gotten every single categorization correct. I've called the fake news what it is, fake news, and I have called the real news what it is, uh, fun, informative journalism. So check out Factitious. If you want to you know, test yourself or someone that you know in your family or a friend, uh, whether or not you actually have an eye for telling fake news from the good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Despite variation depending on what side of the political spectrum people fall on, there's generally a consensus that Donald Trump's Twitter behavior is under that of the presidency. However, that doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of variation in what people think should be done about this. Uh, Seth Maskett, a political scientist from the University of Denver, has an article in the Pacific Standard titled, Trump Won't Drop Twitter, But Twitter Should Drop Trump. Essentially, Seth Maskett's argument in this article is that Trump is blatantly undermining his presidency and also undermining the terms of service that he signed onto when he began his Twitter account. Now, if you actually take a moment to look at Twitter's rules of usage, uh, the rules cover three main areas. Copyrights and trademarks are one, the second is abusive behavior, and the third is my mother uh, calling me on the phone. No, that's not true. The third is actually spam. Let's take a look at the abusive behavior standard. Now, the rule says that you may not incite or engage in the targeted abuse or harassment of others. This is actually something that Trump is very good at on Twitter. He repeatedly threatens and insults different types of people and groups. Uh, he threatened James Comey, Comey right after he fired him. Uh, he basically accused uh, Comey of perjury. Uh, he's also tried to intimidate Sally Yates, who for a time was the acting attorney general, a holdover from the Obama administration. He was very upset with her for not enforcing and defending travel ban 1.0 back at the end of January. He has called Chuck Schumer, who is the Senate Minority Leader, crying Chuck Schumer. He has called Senator Elizabeth Warren, who has some Native American heritage, Pocahontas. Uh, you know, just so he's very good at the personal attacks. Essentially, Seth Maskett here can make the argument that the primary purpose of Twitter is to be a platform for freedom of expression. However, Trump consistently and in a high-profile way uh, breaks the terms of service, and so Twitter should dump him. However, Trump being on Twitter also gives us something beyond entertainment. It gives us a window into what is going on in the head of the President of the United States, and that's something that we have not seen before, and it's something that we'll talk about right after this. So Seth Maskett uses Twitter's own terms of service as evidence for why Donald Trump should be booted off of Twitter. However, Julia Azari writes in a Mischief of Faction post on the Vox Media website, Trump should keep tweeting. 
we deserve to know who our president is. She essentially comes at Trump's Twitter behavior from the position of Trump's tweeting may be bad and he may be breaking Twitter's own rules. However, this is a unique opportunity for us, the American people, to get an inside look at what's going on through the president's head nearly in real time. The author of this post looks at the history of presidential communication and says, look, we have wanted different ways to measure the effectiveness and impact of presidential communication for years, you know, decades. However, we never really had a great platform, and for the most part, presidential speech and communication has all been filtered through their press secretary or very formalized, well-scripted speeches to the American people. Uh, Think about the State of the Union address. This is usually the most at any one time that you hear from a president of the United States about relevant policies or what's going on in the world and America's place in it. Well, Trump throws that out the window and you know, makes a seven o'clock in the morning Twitter storm, maybe even a more viewed event than something like the State of the Union address. Trump himself has gone on record this week saying that, you know, while everyone is telling him that his tweets are unpresidential, he claims that his Twitter behavior is modern day presidential and to make America great again, which we'll throw off to the side that he's saying make America great again while he's using new technologies. Just kind of a funny thing in there. One of the great things about Trump using Twitter is that over time we've been able to see how Twitter amplifies what made Trump an effective campaigner. You know, this boisterous, uh, never giving up, never uh, giving in attitude, but it also exposes his unfitness to govern the United States as it puts on clear display for the American public how much he actually knows about policy and how much he actually cares about helping the people who he serves. 